Good morning. I think I might have mentioned this at some point before, but living in Loudoun is pretty expensive, and it has county leaders scratching their heads what to do about it. And the answer, of course, may be to try some things we have not done in Loudoun before. For Friday, July 20th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Join St. Matthew's Episcopal Church in Sterling for a silent auction fundraiser this Saturday, July 21st at 6 p.m. to support relief work in Puerto Rico. Head over for authentic Puerto Rican cuisine and music and bid on great prizes like a lake and a weekend getaway, a week at an oceanfront condo, Redskins and Nationals tickets, an acoustic guitar, a deluxe wine tasting, and lots more. Proceeds directly support the mission team on the ground in Puerto Rico. It's St. Matthew's Episcopal Church in Sterling this Saturday at 6 p.m. More information is at stmtts.org. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Well, just about a week after the Board of Supervisors Finance Committee heard a report from the Economic Development Advisory Commission on how to get more affordable housing in Loudoun, another county committee heard a similar report from county planners and the county's Affordable Dwelling Unit Advisory Board. The Board of Supervisors' other standing committee, the Transportation and Land Use Committee, heard a report that had some of the same themes we've talked about before from the Economic Development Advisory Commission, like form-based zoning. This is a zoning code that regulates the size and design of buildings rather than the uses inside or the number of residential units allowed per acre or things like that, which would allow more mixing of uses and sizes of uh, homes and so forth. County planners said that could encourage the missing middle, by which they mean small to mid-size housing on a scale between city apartments and those big suburban homes. They referred to things like duplexes, multiplexes, and courtyard apartments, which are permitted in a variety of Loudoun zoning districts, but for various reasons have seen very little development. They did also caution that form-based zoning rules tend to work better in more densely built areas, and in Loudoun they might only be applicable when we build more urban areas like around the future metro stops. The report also encourages smaller or even cheaper types of housing like prefabricated housing and co-housing. Single-room occupancy uh, type of co-housing would see people living in a sort of dorm situation, sharing things like a kitchen. And manufactured homes, planners said, can be built for half as much and five times as fast. Committee Chairman Supervisor Gary Higgins said once upon a time people looked down their noses at prefab houses, uh, but he said it's amazing today what they can do. Meanwhile, the Affordable Dwelling Unit Advisory Board suggested a variety of changes to the county's Affordable Dwelling Unit Program, which requires most large residential developers to provide a number of price-controlled units in their developments. For example, they suggested lowering the threshold for the size of development that is required to provide affordable dwelling units to 20 homes, rather than 50 as it is today. They said that would mean more developments include affordable dwelling units. Other recommendations would ease the burden on developers, such as streamlining applications and permits for projects with affordable housing. But Supervisor Ron Meyer wondered whether this program can be the right way or enough to attack Loudoun's housing cost problems. He said a couple of hundred units here or there isn't going to make a dent. Arguably, he said, even thousands wouldn't do it. The Transportation and Land Use Committee will take the Affordable Dwelling Unit Program up again at a meeting in September. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Congregation of St. Pope Cyril Coptic Orthodox Church has faced some opposition for their plans for a church in Aldi. But that debate came to an end last night with a quick and unanimous vote by the Board of Supervisors. 
Supervisors voted to approve a new 19,000 square foot building in Aldi. Today, the congregation has been sharing space with the Greek Orthodox Church in Chantilly. Several members of the Coptic Church congregation said they live in the Aldi area and commute to the church in Chantilly. Still, their plans have faced some opposition from some people in the Aldi area, in part because even after repeatedly scaling down, it would still be the biggest building in the area. It's bigger than plans for either Mount Pleasant Baptist Church nearby or the county's controversial plans for a new fire station at the Aldi Tavern. The church originally proposed a 36,000-square-foot building with seating for 600. Since then, it's been whittled down to 19,000 square feet, as I mentioned, almost 50% smaller than the first application, with seating for a congregation of, at most, 450. It will also be limited to a height of 35 feet, and it will sit 635 feet back from the road, screened by trees. County Chairwoman Phyllis Randall said there is no sound reason not to approve the church. A man from the Leesburg area has been charged with 50 counts of distribution of child pornography. The charges come after a six-month joint investigation between the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, the FBI, the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, and the United States Postal Inspection Service. Investigators searched Claude J. Church Jr.'s home on Watson Road in May and arrested him yesterday. They say multiple electronic devices were removed from the home and hundreds of images of child pornography were ultimately found during a computer forensics examination. And one of the most storied equestrian properties in a county known for its equestrian stuff, Loudoun, is up for sale. Bertram and Diana Firestone have put their Upperville area estate, Newstead Farm, up on the market. The 353-acre estate built its reputation as one of North America's top thoroughbred breeding operations in the decades after Taylor Hardin acquired the estate in the 1930s. The Firestones bought the estate in 1991, moving their operations from Catoctin Stud near Waterford and adding show horse training facilities. The estate was home to 1980 Kentucky Derby winner Genuine Risk, the only filly to place in all three Triple Crown races until her death in 2008 at age 31. It comes with equestrian stables and outbuildings, a large riding arena with an advanced footing surface, a grass Grand Prix field, guest houses, tenant houses, an office, and a certified equine quarantine facility. Then, of course, there's the 15,000-square-foot renovated 1830s stone and stucco Georgian manor house with gardens, a greenhouse, ponds, and pools. If that sounds like you, go dig up $13.5 million out of the couch cushions and head on over. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, Old Ox Brewery in Ashburn is celebrating the release of their new Vice Effect American Wheat Ale today from 2.30 p.m. to 10. There'll be a food truck and music and a good time. Nova Parks and the Loudon Wildlife Conservancy are hosting a Bluebird Trail walk today from 6 to 7 p.m. at Gilbert's Corner Regional Park, meet in the visitor parking lot. And the Plate Scrapers are playing Bcord Brewery in Round Hill today at 8 p.m. No cover to get in. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, name your Triple Crown winning horse the Morning Minute to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Okay.